Good morning, everyone. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us, taking care of us, and blessing us with a new day, blessing us with new opportunity to change who we are and to be people that you want us to be. Father, help us to follow your will and not our own. Help us be Christ-like and not flesh-like. Father God, we ask you today as we read or listen to your word, we ask you to give us understanding to to let light shine onto darkness and give me the right words to say and to teach the word you the way you want it to be taught in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Verse of the day, Jeremiah 31, 28. Just as I watched over them to uproot and tear down and to overthrow, destroy and bring disaster, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, declares the Lord. Topic, uproot and guided by the Lord. Affirmations. I'm going to say it and you can say it behind me if you like. I am allowing the Holy Spirit in. I am planted in God. I am watching and praying over my life. Nothing will destroy me. Thoughts. Typically when a plant is uprooted is because it's dying and the roots are no longer in good any good. A lot of times the leaves are unhealthy because the plant can no longer survive. Or they might uproot the plant and place it into another pot because the plant has outgrown the pot they were in. And some of us might allow God to uproot us out of the situation we are in into a better place. Not physically, but spiritually. Some of us have outgrown the level we are on, but we won't allow God to elevate us because we are comfortable there. We have to start allowing the trials to come. We have to start allowing God's will to be done. We have to start letting the process happen so we may be uprooted in place where we need to be. 2 Corinthians 6, 17, Therefore go out from their midst and be separated from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you. When we allow the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and we allow him to direct our paths, we will uproot, he will uproot people and things from us because <clears throat> in order to grow, we must let go and not allow the enemy to, to direct us to go back into whatever he pulled us from. We can't allow the world to pour all these negative things into us. I had to learn that what people say are just words. It's about what God is speaking to you and what he is trying to do in your life. People would do everything they can to keep us on, keep you or I on their level. We must push past or away from our sins and, and from people that don't desire to see us grow and hear or hear of our growth. Everyone that says that they're your friends or say they have your attention, great intentions in mind, don't. They don't. They could be the very ones that are praying against your success, praying against your spiritual life. Romans 16, 17, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch over for those who cause divisions and creates obstacles and contrary to the doctrine you have been taught. Avoid them. It tells us that in Romans, don't stay around people that causes divisions and obstacles that are contrary to the beliefs. Don't stay around them because just like a plant that keeps its dead leaves, it stagnates its growth. Those people who do the same would have to stop allowing our, we have to stop allowing our past, our things, our things God has uprooted us from to stop us, to stop our process, to stop our growth. We have to stop it. Don't allow enemies to change who you have become to be a person who you used to be. First Corinthians 15:33. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good moral morals. The Holy Spirit is speaking to someone right now. 
Whatever he has delivered you from, don't go back. Wherever he has set you free from, don't go back. I don't care what you have to do or what you have to say. Stay away from your old ways and step into your new ways. The Holy Spirit didn't uproot you so that you can go back. Stop saying this is who you are because it's not. Stop saying that no one loves me. That's not true. Stop saying life isn't fair. It is, but when, but step into the will of God and he will make it fair. Change your mindset in the name of Jesus. God can't work with your mess if you're not ready to uproot and let go. Isaiah 52 and 11, depart, depart. Go out from there. Touch no unclean thing. Go out from the midst of her. Purify yourself. You who bear the vessels of the Lord. It says it twice. Depart. When something is written twice, the author wants you to know how urgent it is. He tells you, don't touch anything unclean. Get away from it. Purify yourself because you are a vessel of God. We must understand when we declare to be gods, we can't touch what's unclean. We can't do what we think we can do. We used to do. And think it's okay, but it's not. Friends, whatever God is trying to tell you this day, listen to him. Because he's trying to get you to a place where you're rooted. You're uprooted from the fleshly things of this life and where you're rooted in him. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we desire to be rooted in you. We desire to be uprooted if we need to be. Lord, forgive us of any sins we have done up to Forgive us of any sins we have done to you or to, to forgive us of any sins. Sorry, everyone. Forgive us of any sins we have done. Help us not to go back to things you have pulled us from. Lord, we need you so badly in our life. Lord, be with us every day and change anything in us that's not of you. Lord, we thank you for everything you have done. We thank you for loving us and creating us. In every trial, every situation we do, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We want to be used by you. Speak through us and let your light shine in us every day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reference, John 10, 28. I give eternal life to them and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hands. John 10, 28. 3 and 2. A time to give birth and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted. Ecclesiastes 3 and 2. Matthews 15 and 13. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father did not plant shall be uprooted. Matthew 15 and 13. Further reading. Song of Solomon 1, 1 through 4 and 16. 2 Corinthians 8, 16 through 24. Songs 50, 1 through 23. And Proverbs 22, 22 and 23. We have to remember that when we were once in the world, we all had a thing. Whether it was drinking and smoking, whether it was both you know, whatever it was. I'm not going to list them all, but we all know what we did when we was a sinner or we what we like to do that causes us to backslide, wherever that is. God had pulled you away from that. You don't have to go back to that. It's a Bible verse in, in the Bible. Um, like I said yesterday, what we start doing is pulling the Bible out for us to go back to reference. Let me see. Let me find this. Hold on. See, there it is. Romans 6, 1. Let's see. Romans 6 and 6. It says, we know that the person we used to be was crucified with him to put an end to sin in our body because we, because of this, we are no longer slaves to sin. We're no longer slaves to sin. 
We're no longer rooted in that particular sin. We can let go of that. We can turn away. We can deny it. We are no longer that. When someone brings up your past, when someone tried to say, oh, it's okay for you to do a little bit of this, it's not. You are a new person. God has created you as a new person. You are you are away from those things. You don't have to be that person you used to be. You was a slave, but it says it here, you're no longer a slave to sin. That sin ended in your body. It ended because God sent his son to be crucified. And that blood, when it was shed, it ended that which was going on, which was slavery to sin. It says it right here. We have to remember that Paul spoke very highly about turning from sin. Don't stay in sin. You no longer have to be there. Even um, six and two, that's unthinkable. As far as sin is concerned, we have died. So how can we still live under sin's influence? How can we still live under sin's influence when we are no longer part of that? So when God uproots you, when he turns you around, when he moves you to a new location, location, when he takes that taste off your lips, or when he changes your mind, wherever he do, you are no longer influenced by sin. If you're influenced by sin, it's because you want to, because God had taken away, or Christ had taken away that passion. It says it here. We are no longer rooted in that. We don't have to be church. We don't have to be friends. We can be who we want to be in Christ or what God wants us to be in Christ. But we have to have the desire to be. We have to have the desire to stay uprooted from those sins and rooted in God. I know a lot of people don't like the word rooted. You know, it has ties to other things. But as you can see, the Bible speaks of being rooted in Christ being rooted in your and grounded in God. We can't be swayed by what we used to be. Those things shouldn't even make us desire to be there. I remember when um, I first gave my life to God, um, I had moments where I didn't want to go back there, but I had a lot of daydreams about what I used to be and how I used to be. And I asked God, I said, I said, God, all right, at the time I, I said, God, but it was the Holy Spirit. I said, Holy Spirit, I said, please help me not to daydream about who I used to be and what I used to be into. Just like that. He took that away from me because I didn't desire to do that. I desired to daydream about what I used to do or what I used to drink and how much I drink. And, and it took me a while to get to this point when people would talk about liquor. I'd be like, oh, I used to drink this. I don't do that anymore. I'm quiet because I shouldn't have to say what I used to be into. I mean, if I'm if I'm talking to someone that is dealing with that, I do that. But far as me partaking into what I used to drink, what I used to do. I don't do it anymore. I don't used to be like, yeah, girl, that was the drink. No, I don't do that anymore because that is tying myself back to stuff that I shouldn't be part of. You see what I'm saying? We have to remember whatever triggers you. That, that's a good word because a lot of people use trigger. Whatever triggers you back into thinking about that or wanting to do it, stay away. If it's the smell, it, marijuana, if it's the smell, stay away from people that smoke. If it's masturbation or pornography, go sleep early. Stay away from different sides. You see what I'm saying? If it's drinking, don't go by the ABC store on the way home and sit in a parking lot and contemplate about going in. No, stay away. I've had moments like that. I, I could be transparent about that. When I first gave my life to God, I wanted to drink. And I remember pulling up in the parking lot. And I remember the Holy Spirit said, what are you doing here? I said, I really want to drink. It's been a long day. He said, no, 
No, this is not who you are anymore. I went home. I grabbed my Bible and I prayed. I said, God, help me. And I didn't have the desire, but it was just a routine of if I'm depressed, if I'm upset, if I'm anxiety, I grab a drink. That's what my body was used to. But when you give your life to God and you fully say, I'm done with this, this is this disgusts me. And we get to this point where what disgusts, what disgusts God disgusts us. That's when true change comes. And that's when he starts uprooting you and moving you away from things that would trigger you. But once he moves you away, do not go back. You are leaving yourself open to fall into the schemes and tricks of the enemy. I'm telling you, do not do it. So today we talked about being uprooted. We talked about staying away from things that can cause us to lean back that way. And it happens. I mean, if someone say, I never, I never slipped. I never, I never did this. I never did. They lying. Everyone slips. Everyone I've slipped a couple times. And maybe not all the way back, maybe halfway, maybe a dab, but they slipped. But the thing is, is when you slip, you realize it and you say, no enemy, I'm no longer a slave to you. I'm no longer influenced by that sin. I am looking for a higher cause in my life. I am looking towards Christ. I am rebuking that spirit. I have a changed mind. I have a Christ-like mind, and that's where I want to live. And when you declare those things over you, he cannot attack you. He cannot bother you because he has to flee. He has to flee. Remember that because temptation will come. And temptation doesn't always mean sexual. Temptation means uh, whatever you used to do. Temptation will come, but it's what you do when temptation comes. It's do you say no to flesh and yes to God? Do you say no to this and yes to God? Do you say, I'm a new creature. I'm not that anymore. I'm not that anymore. And don't let anyone speak that over you. Don't let anyone tell you any different. You are a child of the king. You are his precious possession. We talked about that this week. Don't let people sway you. Don't let what people's words bother you because they're just words. They're just words and they're seeds that they're trying to plant in your mind to get you to revert and don't do it. Rebuke them. Rebuke them and rebuke the seeds that are planted. Pray that you enjoy this devotional. I pray you have a blessed day. Remember that Jesus loves you. And no matter what you did, go to him and say, I'm sorry. And he will accept you where you are. With a contrite heart, he will accept you. Remember, he loves you and I love you too. Have a blessed morning.